Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. So we're coming up this year, and the Lord said the first thing that comes up, Judah shall go up first. Judah. So I'm going to finish this tonight. Jesus' name. I got like one point left in the sermon. Uh, so we're, we're doing, I guess, get your praise up. I don't know what this message is called. Y'all know I just started talking about it, right? If you was here last week. How many was here last Wednesday? All right, it's good to see y'all. It's good to see y'all every Wednesday, first of all. Do we thank y'all for coming already? We did that? Okay, okay. First scripture says, who shall go up first? It says, Judah shall go up first. All of Israel went to seek the Lord. Everybody went to seek the Lord. All of Israel, if you look at it, and the children of Israel arose and went up to the house of God and asked counsel of God. They all went to ask counsel of God. Sometimes in your conversation with your friends, somebody should say, let's talk to God about this. Because sometimes you can just talk your way into a nothing. So you're just like, yeah, I don't, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sixers play tonight? Like you just start other subjects. And you never close the problem issue. You never close the problem conversation because you have no answers. Just because you don't have the answer don't mean the conversation should be over. You just need to take the conversation to someone who has the answer. Are you understanding? Y'all can talk about it. You can Google it. And then when you don't find, somebody should be like, man, let's talk to God about this. Why isn't that not the regular kingdom posture? It should be normal. All right? And it shouldn't be mocked. Like I say, like, let's talk to God. Oh, you deep. Okay. Let's pray about it then. All right. Uh -uh, It shouldn't be that. It should be regular. As a kingdom citizen, as a believer, that's just what we do. Amen? So who should go up first? It says Judah shall go up first. So with everything coming up this year, Judah, which means praise, should come up first. Praise should be, we was talking about it like our second language, if not our first language. The Bible says, I will bless the Lord, next scripture, at all times. And his praise shall continually be where? In my mouth. We talked about it last week, and we talked about it Sunday, how it's good to wave your hand and cry. I mean, if you ran around the church with tears in your eyes, that's great. But the power of praise is in your mouth. His praise, he chose to put his praise in your mouth, because that's where power is. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. Can I talk about that for two seconds? Check this out, y'all. It's a little bit of reading, but just check it out. I did a lot of reading in the beginning, so we can just flow and uh, get out of here in a good time tonight. Sunday, come on, y'all, give me Sunday, please. If y'all was here Sunday, give it to me. I was done at 1230. Thank you, Doc. Thank you, Doc. Thank you, Doc. 1230. Didn't that feel good? Okay. (laughs) Who said, come here, I'm going to get you. She said, yeah, for the first time. Uh. What you mean? (laughs) The power of your life. It's in your mouth. We're going to talk about it. Next scripture says, we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us. We cannot, we can control their whole bodies. Bits, the little bars in the horse's mouth, you know, the straps is connected to the bar in the horse's mouth. If we put bits in the horse's mouth, we make them obey us. And we control their whole bodies. It's the same with ships, the Bible says. A ship is very big and it's pushed by strong winds. But the winds don't even control it. 
A very small rudder controls that big ship, even with contrary winds. Okay? Uh, uh, but uh, it says, the man who controls the rudder decides where the ship will go. The ship goes wherever the man wants. Whoever has your mouth controls you. <laughs> yep. Can't believe he gonna he gonna always I he get on my I ain't messing with him no more. Don't worry about it. It's over. I ain't gonna right, right. He know he already know I ain't calling him no more. I told him I told him I don't block him, so I don't even know why he keeps calling me because I told him all that. He's still controlling you. Y'all ain't even together no more. <laughs> and you think you strong because you complaining about him. You're revealing an insecurity and weakness. You're saying I can't even cont- I can't. I- I can't contain it just in thought. It has to grow to my heart and my affections and my emotions. And I can't hold it here. I got to, out of the abundance. You got to say, it done went from your thoughts to your heart and out of your mouth. You couldn't stop it at any one one of those places because that thing controls you. It controls you. You're done with it, but it's still, you're still under its control. What do you talk about? That's what's controlling you. I don't care if you irked by it. Slaves was irked the whole time we were slaves. But they still were under somebody's control. So it doesn't matter if it irritates you. I don't, and she get on my nerves. She know I ain't coming over. She, all that. Some things should just be a thought. Let me change that. Something should just be a passing thought. And it came to pass. Yeah, let's keep reading. (laughs) In the same way, look, in the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches. But a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. Did y'all hear this? And among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It's a whole world of wickedness corrupting your entire body. It can set your whole life on fire, for it is set on fire by hell itself. The tongue. The tongue. Sets your life on fire. You can think about your own life, but a lot of, nine times out of ten, when somebody lights a match in the forest, they don't stay there. They leave. Yeah, so you're saying things not even knowing you're starting fires because you're not feeling the heat. I'll give you an example. Our lovely leader, 45. President 45 is causing a lot of fires, but he's not feeling the heat. He's just setting them. And we're just like, can you believe it? And everybody's on Kanye West and like, man, everything is a thing except what matters. Not a whole world mad at Kanye. Who can? Okay, as long as we're on the same page, Liv. I, 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 unless it affects my family, future, or finances, I'm good. I'm not wasting even thought. I'm mad. I'm scrolling like, oh. Who cares? Who cares about Tristan and Chloe? 
I love y'all and I pray that works out or but uh, the church has stopped to honor these so even though you don't feel the heat of the fires you set you, 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 you know you know your mouth there's a problem when you keep causing little fires you good, but them two don't like each other because of your tongue. All right, now. Let's talk. Let's talk. Ain't that crazy? You good, but they not because of your fire. I see it all the time. We've seen it all the time for years. You just mouth off, you just speak it. In my opinion, ooh, manipulators, boy, let me tell you something. Oh, I hope it's a hot. Y'all don't know me yet. I can't say everything. Next scripture says people can tame. You can tame all kind of animals. Birds, reptiles and fish, but nobody can tame the tongue. You can train animals, but I can't train your tongue. I can train wild beasts, have lions like. Y'all scared of me now? You should be. No, I'm just playing. I can tame a wild beast that can devour me, but I can't train your tongue. You got to do that. You got to allow the spirit of the, God, the spirit of the Lord to change your communication. Right, I'm going to tell you why in a minute. We're going to go into that. Okay. It's relentless and evil of the deadly poison. Sometimes it, oh look, the tongue. Sometimes it praises our Lord, the Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in his image. Keep going, keep going. And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Brothers and sisters, this ain't right. Does a spring of water bubble out of both fresh and bitter water? No. Does a fig tree produce olives? No. Does a grapevine produce figs? No. And you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. You're either good or you're not. The well, your well is either dirty or clean. Oh, I don't know how I'm going to say this. I feel, I feel like, feel. That something good said, something bad said by a good person, good well, is better than something good said by an evil well. Do y'all get it? Okay. I ain't going to break that down because I have a lot to, to go. So I looked up the scripture that says, you shall have whatsoever you saith. Whatever you say, you shall have. Let's look at that scripture. Look at this, y'all. You got, look at your neighbor and say, you got to watch your mouth. For verily I say unto you that, oh, look, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he hath said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Whatever you saith, you shall have. First of all, I want to ask you, what do you saith? Live, y'all know what that means, right? Okay, usually the ETH, but because of the spelling, it's not ETH. 
When that's added to a suffix of the word, that means continually. Continually. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So whatever you continue to sow, thank you, continue to sow. Not Miracle Sunday is my $20 miracle offering. I'm expecting a miracle. No, that's you gave that. You don't give it that. Because I don't need y'all getting mad at God like, well, I did it that Sunday. You don't do with it. You don't reap for what you did. You reap from what you do with. It's not what you do. It's what are you doing? Action, neighbor. What are you doing? That's what you reap from. Everybody has a good moment. I went to the old folks home and gave back. You don't do with that. You reap from what you do with. Right. So you shall have whatsoever you sayeth. I said God is my healer. That was once. Okay. What do you sayeth? You said, you said God is my healer, but you sayeth my diabetes. My my diabetes, my, you say it's that. So what do you think you're going to see in your life? Sustained sickness. Mad at God because you went in the prayer line and did the cross with your hands and you said, oh God, do it once. But that's not what you say is. You know, my cancer, my cancer. Stop saying it's yours. Start saying my healing is coming. That's what's yours. I feel like start saying my healing is coming. My breakthrough is coming. That's what's yours. Tell your neighbor, make sure you're owning the right thing. Don't own something you don't want to see in your life. Stop claiming what you don't want. I tell y'all all the time, don't even call, don't even say my ex. Okay, now y'all quiet. If you done with them, they ain't your nothing. It ain't my ex, that's Clarence. Clarence is wild and not my ex. Somebody say Clarence. That ain't your nothing, that's Clarence. He's not connected to me. And stop connecting diabetes to you. Stop connecting out my allergies. Stop connecting allergies to you. Stop connecting sickness to you. Stop connecting dysfunction to you. The devil, the devil is, I know I'm going crazy. Y'all excuse me. The devil is a liar, man. Look at your neighbor and say, it's not mine. Unless it's good. Now, if it's good, it's mine. Now, if it's good, it's mine. I don't I don't care if it was even intended for me or not. If it's good, I receive it. Y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. The woman with the issue of blood. Jesus wasn't on the way to her. But she said, shoot, that's mine. I need some desperate people in the house that say, I'm not going to let Jesus pass by without getting what I need. That's mine. Look at your neighbor and say, I'll take that too. I'll take, I'll take your blessing, your healing, your deliverance. Your, I need it. I need it. I'll... I'm screaming too much. Sit down. Ah! Stop claiming what you don't want in your life. Because you're going to have whatever you say. It. And you're going to be upset because you're a church member. You go to live. But everything that you have doesn't reflect these experiences. But Wednesday and Sunday is the only time you say it. 
You spend more time out of church. What do you say in those times? That's what's going to come in your life. I know you're coming and live hoping that these hours changes everything. It changes you. And then you change everything. Watch what you sayeth, because that's what you're going to see in your life. Let's, t- let's t- take a step back, because I was looking at this scripture to talk about what he saith, right? But the purpose of this scripture is not about the power of the tongue like I thought it was going to be. The purpose of this scripture is about what do you believe? I thought it was about what do you say? Watch your mouth. It's not. If you say to this mountain and believe, be thou removed and cast into the sea, and you shall not doubt in your heart. That part. Jesus was talking about what do you believe? Because they were shocked that Jesus was casting out these. How you do that? Man, please. If you speak to that mountain and tell them to get out of here and you believe and you don't doubt in your heart, you're going to have whatever you say. He gave another example after this in verse 24 and verse 25. Check it out for yourself, Mark 11. But it was all about what do you believe? Ooh, I'm about to take a, I'm about to take a turn. Y'all ready to go with me? Mm. The subject is believing. What do we say that we believe? Because that's what you'll see. I'm going to say it again slower. What, are the, what do you say that you believe? Because that's what you see. I'm going to give you an example. Come to church. I'm healed. Right? If belief is not connected to it, that's half of the power. The fullness of it is your belief. But you know what you believe more? The, th- the things that's right in front of your face. I know I ain't going to have a good marriage. My whole, everybody in my family divorced. That's more real to you, so you believe that more than hoping for a good marriage of your own. So you're like, I know I'm going to have a good marriage. But you, be- you, you say, oh, man, I just, hope, I just hope it don't end up like my parents, man. When you speak that and believe it, you give power to it. When you speak fear and believe it, you give power to fear. When you speak negative and believe it, that's what's coming in your life. Just look for it next week, like. Yeah. Because we believe more the negative than the, than the godly. I say it all the time. My wife, I'm, I'm driving across the bridge, and I'm like, babe. She's like, stop playing. What do, we, what do we fall off this bridge right now? What do we fall off this bridge? Babe! Are you serious right now? Don't say that. What you scared? I'm just saying, don't say that. Wait till we get off the bridge if you're going to play around. Don't do that. I'll be like, oh, oh my God, babe. There's a billion dollars in the trunk. She was like, please, ain't no. How you going to believe it ain't a billion dollars in the trunk? But you believe we can fall off the bridge. Why do you believe the negative? Y'all quiet. You sneeze one time. Oh, man, I, must, I might got that. Um, what they say is on the news. I might... One sneeze and you Googling sneezes. Because we believe negative more than we receive godly. And I'm talking to Christians. We more readily receive a a condemning judgmental outcome because of how we believe God views us than that of favor because of the finished work of the cross. Look at your neighbor in the eyeball and say, receive his goodness. 
Receive it. Receive his goodness. I feel that thing. Receive his goodness. He's not waiting to punish you. He's waiting to bless you. He's wait. Oh, y'all not here. He's waiting to give you what eyes have not. What you want? Eyes have not seen. What you wish? You go. I'm gonna go beyond that. Ears have not heard. What you want? I'm gonna go beyond that. Neither has it entered. God is waiting to bless you. Do you believe it? Say yeah. Belief is a posture that has nothing to do with circumstance. Belief is where I'm set, regardless. It's a decision and choice I've made. It's like somebody said of salvation, and I'm going to move to the next point because I'm staying on this too long. Someone said of salvation, but I want to kind of put belief in place of salvation, but just know where I got the story from. He said salvation, believing, is like flying a plane. You buy the, Somebody tells you, you're going to... L.A. Okay, we're going to L.A. I want to purchase that. You buy the ticket to L.A. That's like, man, I'm going I'm, I'm to I'm buy into this thing. Pastor said some cool things. Let me try to buy into it. You buy the ticket. You check in. You get on the plane. You sit down in your seat, right? Plane take off. And you're postured towards L.A. That's your belief. That's, I'm, I'm sitting. I don't know how to fly a plane. I'm not worrying about how fast. If I look out my window, I don't know if that's Cleveland or. I don't know, but I just believe I'm on this journey. This, this. I'm on it. I'm in it. I'm in it with you, God. I'm in it. It gets a little rough sometimes. That turbulence hit. But where I'm going to go? That's how you know you believe God when you get shook. But I ain't got nowhere to go. Y'all. Look at your neighbor and say, I ain't got no other choice. If you got choices, you don't really believe. But when you know I ain't got ain't nowhere else are we going to go, Lord, who else are we going to follow? It's, if it's going to be shaky, I'm going to be shaky with you. If it's going to be up and down, I'm going to be up and down with you. I ain't going nowhere. It's a long flight to L.A. from here, y'all. Five hours, five and a half hours. Do you know how many things happen on the plane? I was on a plane one time with a young, a young child. Threw up. Excuse me for being graphic. I didn't know how else to say that. A little young child got sick. And I'm like, man. Because I don't want to smell that. Un- I- and you be trying to buy first class tickets so certain things, you can have a certain level of comfortability. But in Orlando, it's kids on every flight. First class, last class, middle class. Sixth grade, fifth, every class is there. So the child got sick. I'm like, man, they come, they clean it up, whatever. Turbulence hit my little cup, ran over. Cool. I tried to get my pad. I broke my little iPad. All these things happening while I'm still going towards. Even though things happen on your journey, it does not stop the process. I feel like running in here. You think you messed everything up? You can't mess this up. You can't mess this up. It's called purpose. It's bigger than you. It's greater than you. All you got to do is dip your seat and enjoy the ride. Tell your neighbor, enjoy the ride, baby. Tell somebody else, either way you go in there. You can mess up. You can fall. You can, as long as you fall in route. Look at your neighbor say, fall on the way if you're going to fall. 
Whoa, just don't stop being on the way. If you mess up, if you make a mistake, just fall forward. Don't ever fall back. Fall forward. When I believe God, I'm postured. I'm settled in my seat. I'm on the way regardless. Beware, there are snakes on the plane. Oh, I'm a priest. Oh, I can't. I can't wait to preach that. So your mouth is powerful is what I'm saying. When you match what you say with what you believe, or match what you believe first and then add words to that, you're going to see that thing. That's how I made you. That's what God said. That's how I made you. Oh, Lord, should I say this? It, it might be not just for, God, for the godly. It's just a principle, a human principle. He didn't say, if you don't doubt in your heart and you believe on me and you love me at the scripture. No, it might be just a human called law of attraction. That's what they call it. Scientists call it law of attraction. When you line your beliefs up with your words, you attract it to your life. And I like to believe that. I'm not a humanist. I believe in the spirit realm, but I believe how God originally created us. He created the earth to respond to man. A friend of mine is a prophet. We're going to have him here, a real one. And No, seriously. Never mind. I, a lot of false ones out here, y'all. And y'all crying and cutting checks for him. Chill. Jesus sent him out two by two and said, don't take nothing in your purse. Just chill. But they collecting all y'all money. Anyway, uh, this prophet said he had a vision of going to heaven. He was on a fast for 40 days, and he had a vision. He was in heaven. And, man, the time. Oh, let me move this quick. He was in heaven, and when he walked, these flowers, he said the red. I can't say it's red. It was Okay, it was red. It was the most vibrant, real red I've ever seen. And it was like the flowers, when you walk by, he said the flowers is just like, like following him, looking like, oh, that's him, like, that's him. And every step he took, it was like, Shh. part of me was scared, <laughs> but part of me was very excited about that. The reality of the connection with the earth and man. I believe that God had a, a, a synergy between, now don't go worshiping trees like the pastor said, do this. <laughs> yep, I'm in Tampa Bay worshiping the water, like, <laughs> Just drowning yourself in the name of Jesus. Get up, you're about to die. <laughs> Stop playing, we in church. Let me end this. But I believe, I believe, stop laughing. I believe, I believe God could. <laughs> so we're talking about praise and the power of the mouth. Bible says, in God we boast all the day long. The next scripture, just move with me, I'm moving. In God we boast all the day long and praise thy name forever. Ask your neighbor, I'm just going to, y'all going to help me preach this so I can move it quicker, okay? Ask your neighbor, how long do you boast about God? Okay, this says we boast about him all day long. I'm not telling you to do that, but this is, this is just a, a, a barometer. This is just a, me, a measure. 
How do I line up to what that scripture just said? All right. Do I boast about him at all? We boast about ourselves a lot. And the Bible says, let another man praise you. Next scripture. Not your, I'm moving quickly, so just move it with me. Uh, let another man praise you and not your own lips. Do y'all see that? I need y'all to see that. Let another man praise you and not your own mouth. An outsider and not your own lips. And I know in the world of social media, you got to become like your own marketer. And you got to push yourself. You got to be your own brand manager. You gotta, but don't let it deceive you. Don't let it put you in a place of, oh, man, I'm, I'm nah, don't let that put you. If that's business, cool. I got to let them know what I'm doing. That's cool. I'm not praising myself, but I got to make the world aware of what I have available in the area of my giftings or career or that's fine. But when you go to the, when you get to the place where it's a thing to you, like, hey, how you doing? Your name Ty? Yeah, I'm Ty. I'm pastor of Lib Church. I've had that church for a year now. I've got two Grammys and I have a, okay, Relax. When you have to let people know who you are, that's insecurity. All right. When everybody got to know your resume and got to know, know everything about you, it's insecurity. It's not that they need to know who I, they need to, no, no, you're, it's, it, you're screaming insecurity. I wish you knew me. I wish you knew me. That's what you're screaming. Oh, yeah, we're not going to be insecure here. We know the Lord is my light and my... That's, man, we know who our daddy is in here. All my secure people make some noise in here. He secured me with his blood. Next scripture says, one generation... Here we go. So praise thy name to the next. I got 10 minutes. One generation shall praise thy name to the next. We talked about this last week. How aunties, tell your nieces how good God is. Nieces, tell your auntie how good God is. Vice versa. Parents, tell your children. Children, talk about God. Every time we ride home, I'm not praising myself. I'm telling you what happens in our car. Every time we ride home, either they yell it out, my kids, or I scream in the back. All right, what's your favorite part? About Bible study and stuff like that. My favorite part is when you say, um, God, love. And the Lincoln toss and then the Austin toss. Then I say, what's your favorite funny part? When you fell on the ground and you scratched your knee. And we were over. We just do all that. We just do all that. Because that's our beginning stages of like really just talking, just making it a thing. We talk about God. It ain't weird. Why is it weird if that's the one that kept you? Why is it weird if that's, the, why is it weird? Why is it weird? That's his breath he gave you. Why is it weird? You ain't got to plug up and charge up at night. Why, why is it weird? You got strength. You got energy. You got creativity. You got brilliance. You got swag. Why is it weird to give him glory? Man, everybody should know how crazy you are about God. And ladies, don't be, oh, excuse me. Y'all wait till, y'all get half a man and you post his life away. Him, him, just hashtag him. Relationship goes out to date, date night, we going out, <laughs> Fridays, Saturdays, uh, Chipotle. You tell the world about your boo, but not about your God. I don't understand it. I'm saying at least give me balance. I'm glad you found somebody this year to hang with. You make a big deal about them and they gone next year. Now your post is focusing on me. Now it's either him or you. Where's God at? Where's God? Where is God? He was with you when you made the stupid decision. He brought you out the stupid decision. Tell the world about the one that's consistent. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday. How? How? How come they don't know? 
You should get on people's nerves with what God has done for you. They said, see you coming to the barbershop. Oh, here he, all right, y'all. So he's going to talk about being free from drugs. Just chill. He all right. How you doing today, man? You know what God, I know. I'd rather get on their nerves than leave them ignorant. Y'all. Nobody knows. They will be shocked to see you at live tonight. Nobody. Praise means to speak well of. I don't mean go around your friends and speak in tongues. Pastor said praise in front of you, so <clears throat> pray for me, pray for me. Woo! <laughs> Never did this before. Rakaboho. <laughs> you got to speak in tongues. It's me. A little nervous. <laughs> no! <laughs> What kind of tongue was that? I don't know. Anyway, somebody gonna make a t-shirt about that rock up a hole. Like, don't do that. Regular. And I'm purposely adding personality to this message because it should be like you talking. Like, <laughs> you crazy. I know God is good, man. Huh? Yeah. It should be like that. It shouldn't be God is good. Hey, pass me them greens. No. Pass me them greens, girl. God's so good. Give me that thing. Yeah, God good. Yes, he is. Give him yams too. That's how good he is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. That's how good he is. Give him yams. Good God Almighty. I have not known in the twenty-something years I've known this woman, I have never ever greeted her or spoken to her and not heard praise come out of her mouth. And that is my aunt Joan right here. Never. You ain't got clap. It's a, it's true. I, I never heard her speak to me without a praise connected to it. How you doing, Pastor? God is good. Oh, he's good. And I try to stay calm. Yes, he is good. Because if I raise my voice, she'll start shouting. No, see, y'all, not in church. Some of y'all connect praise to church and not life. Tell somebody, this praise is connected to my life. Hey, I feel something in here. This ain't a church thing. If it had not been for the Lord on my side, my life will be flipped upside down. So I'm grateful and I got to tell somebody. I got to let them know he's been good. I got to let them know he's been kind. I can't hold, I can't hold it. Are you kidding me? It's my life. It's not my church. Should be regular. Regular. The Bible says, finally, my brother, I'm moving it along. Whatsoever things are true. Whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are just or fair. Whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Our thoughts should revolve around lovely things, not Kanye and Trump. Okay, now let me talk about it. Our thoughts, our thoughts should revolve around pure things. That's what he's telling us. Like, you have to direct your thoughts these, this way. It's not going to come to you like this. Think on these things. And God is such a, a God of everything. He's not saying, whatsoever things are holy. Holy ain't even up there. 
whatsoever things are godly and anointed. It's not up there. God is like, I want you to live. Enjoy your life. Just don't be ratchet and... Yeah, and off. And like, yo, why not think on things that are pure? We have to... But to think on things that are pure, you got to expose yourself to pure things. To think on things that are lovely, you got to expose yourself to lovely things. So last week we did a little challenge of your music. I don't care what you listen to, but if it affects you to the point where you can't come up, you need to shift or balance your music a little bit. If all you listen to is things that are not, you go down the list. Where do you think your come up is going to lie? Nowhere near. Nowhere. So you got to challenge it. I have to expose myself to the praises of God. I got to expose myself to it. How? Music is a great way to do it. I mean, it's too much technology to not expose yourself to the praises of God. You can YouTube, what does the praises of God sound like? You can YouTube how to pray, how to praise, how to, if, you, if your heart is there, you can just search for it. Oh, sometimes I hate preaching like this because this has nothing to do with what you need to do in church. It has to do with everything out high. So you feel like I'm not reaching you. I am reaching you, trust me. Because how many of us praise when we leave church? God, thank you for this day. God, it's a lovely day. Thank you, Father. Talk to him like it's your father. All right, where am I going? Where am I going? Where am I going? Where am I going? Okay, we talked about how praise is an unemotional choice. I ain't going to do all that. I'm just going to keep going. Uh, the Bible talks about how the angels... No, let's go to this. Let's go to the... Go to the next one. I'm going I'm to end it. I'm going to end it now. The first mention of Judah is in Genesis. All right? First mention is in Genesis. This is so good. <clears throat> I missed something. Ooh, go to, the one, go, go to the one before this. I like this scripture, y'all. Psalms 33 and 1. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. Comely means like it's due benevolence, it's, it's fair, and it also means it's attractive. Praise is comely for the upright. It looks good on you. And I know y'all got dressed tonight to impress each other, but what looks better than your lashes is your praise. I feel like running on that. That's why I went back to that scripture. What looks better than your swag and your lay tonight is your praise. You're looking at the lay because you're doing selfies. God is looking at your praise. Do you have praise or not? Your praise, is, it looks good to God. If you want to get God's attention, don't complain. Don't cuss. You ain't got to get dressed up. Put on praise. Praise looks better than anything. you. It looked better than what you wore for Easter and you was dressed but it looks better than anything you got on tonight praise is attractive to God problems don't attract God praise does now the next one law first mentioned Judah was first mentioned in Genesis (laughs) all right and she conceived again and bare a son and she said now I will praise the Lord therefore she called his name Judah and left bearing Good God Almighty. Judah here, in this scripture, well, praise here, I believe. Praise means to shoot, throw. No, Judah. Judah in this, in this text. Judah means to shoot, throw, or cast arrows. To shoot, 
to throw or to cast as in an arrow. So when you praise God, the first thing praise is is a weapon. I'm done. Y'all can get on the instruments because I'm about to run around the holy land. The first thing praise is is a weapon. Do you not understand that when you praise God, you kill two birds with one praise? I tell God how great he is and I shut the mouths of the enemy and the say y'all so quiet in here you can kill two birds with one praise right here you don't ever have to address your enemy address your God <laughs> praise is a weapon number one it's, it's a weapon the next scripture says this it says Judah thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies your praise is choking something. Every time you praise God, you wrap that thing around your enemy's neck. Y'all quiet in here. Because y'all trying to physically choke people. Just praise God and go in the spirit and choke that spirit. Y'all quiet in here. When I open my mouth and give God praise, I'm choking something. Tell your neighbor, watch out for my praise. Watch out. I'm not trying to hurt you, but I got to praise him. I'm not trying to, I got to do it. I got to do it. Your praise is a weapon. If you got enemies in your life, don't complain. Give a praise right now. I said give a praise right now. Let me go. Your praise is choking sickness. Your praise is suffocating disease. Your praise is choking poverty. Your praise is choking dysfunction. Every time you praise them. I said every time you praise them. I don't understand for the life of me how y'all quiet right now. Because every time you praise them. You choke the enemy. You choke doubt. You choke fear. You choke depression. You don't have to fight your enemies. Go to the next scripture. You never got to fight them. All you got to do is let God arise. let God arise and what happens when you do that the enemies are scattered when you complain the enemies are gathered but when you praise your enemies are scattered get out of here devil I got joy Excuse me while I scatter some enemies. Let God arise. Let God arise. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hashayable. Let God arise. Let God arise. The correct response to stress. And negative thinking is not positive thinking. I hate to go deep on y'all while we in this moment, but I got to tell you that. The, the adversary of negative thinking is not positive thinking. That's not how you battle stress. 
Let me just think of other things positive. No. The only way you overcome depression, negative thoughts, and torment is opening your... It's opening your mouth. I know you like to listen to worship, but you can still be stressed listening. Listening to worship. You can still be depressed listening. But how depressed can you stay if you open? If you open your mouth and say, God, don't you slay me, yet will I trust you, yet will I praise you. How long can you stay stressed if you open your mouth? How long can you stay down? I need to hear y'all say something. Don't fight negative thoughts with positive thoughts. You'll lose. It's a natural reaction for us humans. It's 9 o'clock. I got to go. It's a natural response for us to let me counter that with a positive. You'll lose every time. And your enemy will encourage that thought. Like, yeah, just think positive. Yeah, because he knows that ain't the answer. I got to say something. My words are the only thing that will disrupt this cycle. Are y'all hearing me? My words are the only thing that will disrupt this cycle. Are you hearing me? My body is the temple of the Lord's and I belong to the Lord. God, my body, I'm not my own. I got it tattooed on me. When I struggle with lust and pornography, I didn't try to look up a funny movie. Because the, the funny movie still has some suspect scenes that encourage that lust. That I'm, so I'm not watching porn, so you're watching soft porn. Okay, so y'all gonna make me put myself out there. Okay. I'm leaving. I'm not coming back. No. When I was struggling with that thing, I couldn't just listen to music. I had to say, I am the temple of the Lord. I am not my own. I have been bought with a price. This body is yours, Jesus. Help me. Change me. Settle me. In the name of Jesus. You got you to say something. If you're going to put music on, sing the lyrics. Because something needs to come out of your You encourage your own demise when you shut your mouth. You got to say something. Words are the only... They walked around the wall of Jericho. Nothing happened to the wall until... Look at your neighbor and say, say something. Lust will stand strong until you say something. Bitterness will stand strong until you say... Confusion will remain strong until you. You're going through torment in your mind. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're going through torment in your mind because you're confused about things in your life. So you just try to add positive thoughts to all of the negative, thinking that'll drown it. No. One word will bring down a whole wall. What it took man years to build will come down with one praise. Did you hear what I said? People have been manipulating you for years and they built, you built your trust with them. And now you're brought, let me tell you something, that wall that it took to build for years, one praise. Look at your neighbor and say, what? Praise!
Everybody, open your mouth. Say something. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you are blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.